Vigilante Wiz here on the 31st episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. Anything that can go wrong has gone wrong, at least on my end. Um, but I'm joined, thank God, uh, by none other than the co-host with the most, um, at Fireball Productions. Yo, what is up? What's happening, Vigilante Williamson? Uh, not much, not much. Just uh, being terrible at communication and terrible at technology, apparently. So just, you know, <laughs> just, just fucking up my YouTube career. Just another day. Uh, but how, how yeah, you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Um, just uh, yeah, ready to talk some talk some culture, crime, hang out, shoot the shit, say hello to this yeah. chat. Sentient dildos new avatar is fucking with my head. Yeah, I'm so used to the <laughs> the, the, the one avatar. Yeah, even the buzz buzz. Hell, pat ass. Hey, he's not a poopus. Poopers, cute birds. Wait a minute. The Good boomer you, is strong. The everything is strong. The new, the new job situation is 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 kind of ridiculous, but that's what you get. That's what you get. Bumps but, in um, the road with life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's good and bad. So it's not like it's terrible. It's just the scheduling is awkward. Um, I was sent you dildo. Biden didn't tell us black people can't use the internet. Well, it has. oh boy it's not that i can't use the internet it's that the internet doesn't want to use my microphone so i'm on my ipad so i have any technical issues i accidentally dox myself immediately don't know why so that's actually i'm gonna turn this to the side so you don't see me if i do um so we apologize but hey it is what it is i mean you know if you want polish go to the go watch cnn yeah they're polished (laughs) They're, They're polished. polished. A bunch of bullshit. They're That's very right. polished. They're very polished. Very professional. Although you know what, I swear, over the over the pandemic, I'm like, God, so many people are fucking lazy. Like I would, I'd be like catching like like I don't know, clips of like Sports Center or like whatever news media, and I'm like, I have a better setup than this person who's on television. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you, you, they're like on, you know, they're using like a microphone from like Apple headphones. I'm like, what do you just? Buy a mic, you cheap fuck. What are you doing? This is <laughs> this is ESPN. Like, what are you? Yeah. What? The lack of pr- like professionalism. You a hundred buck interface or a hundred buck USB mic? They couldn't right. do that for you guys just to make sure you're good. Or, or you the just FedEx as a professional can't buy a blue that Yeti? Too? Just yeah. What are you doing? You're making like three hundred grand a year minimum. You gotta be. TV. You gotta be. And even if you're not. You're, this is your brand. You're like a reporter or whatever. And I'm just looking at you like, what a joke. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> badass. I do What's have an uh, ID. So, yeah. Really? Now, I thought it was difficult for minorities to, uh, to acquire well, IDs. Now, I didn't realize that. I've had an ID for 16 years. So, this what? actually predates the Obama. And I, know- I don't even. I can't. That's so confusing <laughs> because I thought the narrative is uh, – did I lose you, Vig? Did we lose Vigilante Williamson? Oh, shit. Is it me? Black people existed before. There we go. You just – wait. You just popped back Are in. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, you just disappeared. Okay. Am I here? Am I in? Am I still yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. This is, uh, this is a cursed stream, everyone. So we're all oh, going to no. pass. Tons of fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. An auspicious start. So, uh, auspicious start. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want this to to get worse, but I, I'm, I'm I'm worried. But we yeah, do have. We'll do our best. Oh, shit! We lost him again. Oh no! Vigilante Williamson. Can't hear you, buddy. Cannot hear you. Uh oh. Well, I guess it's just me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Vig. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, everybody. Apologies for all this uh, technical difficulties. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, <laughs> oh, got twice the vigilante. What the? F oh, yeah, you're coming huh? in and out. Archer has been slow this season. Okay, Decepticon King. Oh, I don't. Archer's one of those shows that I I don't know like um. It's funny. It's fun. I don't know how like much I loved it. Like I really enjoyed the first season, and I I think it was I don't know a lot of shows like I feel like they're more grounded when they first start. And I know it's a silly thing to say about a show like Archer, but it just starts to get weird. Like what, what like the what was the girl in the office's name? The one who was like the secretary who likes to be choked. I forgot her name, but uh, they, I remember Pam. I haven't watched Archer in like years. Yeah, it was the a fat one though. Yeah, but then they one. like all of a sudden she became really rich. She was like a railroad heiress or something like that. And you're like, that's not that's a total contradiction to the character you wrote. Like they just invented that for fun. I don't know. It's just like one of those things where I'm like, eh. it, it's like it's fun, but it just got really Barry becomes like a robot. I was like, I kind of liked when this was just sort of like a grounded, you know, kind of weird, like um, spy, like parody. And now you're just like, what is I don't even know what's happening anymore. You're Cheryl. Doing, that's right. Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl. Thank you. All secretaries like to be choked. Says oh, that's good no. to know. That's good to know. Yeah. And shout out to well. Him. Knew the song flow. One of the first fifty subs. Hell. Oh, yeah, well, we have we've had you consistently speaking for a few minutes here, and so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and hope that we're good. I'm you and me both. I, I think we're okay. Okay. Very okay. Right on. All right. All right. So what what did you want to talk about first? Well, there's quite a few things. Pat S was wondering if we were going to talk about missing white women. Uh, he did missing he did white women. Oh, about well, missing see, annoying I white women. I mean, she's dead. Don't call yeah. her annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> she. Uh, I literally just because I only tangentially heard about the story, and because I don't pay attention to news, I don't watch mainstream media. I literally just found out the story, like, yes, like earlier. Well. It's like one of those things, like the media just loves a missing white woman. Like they just love that story. Me? Are you? Okay, what? on my back? Yeah. I didn't know because I keep, it keeps dropping out on my end. This is the oh. worst thing ever. And it's killing it sucks. me. Oh, man. I but know. yeah, I, I don't, I didn't, I'm not as well versed on the story as everyone else. And who knows how long my fucking stream is going to last. I'm not sure. But uh, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. It's like one of those things where I guess it's like this girl was a van life vlogger and uh, like her parents hadn't heard from her for a little while. There was like some police interaction. And then all of a sudden the guy, her boyfriend or fiance just appears in Florida uh, and gets a lawyer like immediately. And he appeared without her 
and she's missing and he wouldn't speak to anyone. He wouldn't speak to the family, wouldn't answer any questions. Um, and then like all this, it became like an internet phenomenon. It's weird though. Like it's one of those things. It's like, it, like Patrice O'Neill had a great bit about this years ago about how much like the media just loves missing white women. And it's like, there is kind of something to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It becomes like a fascination. Like there's like this thing, like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how to put my finger on it, but they like every once in a while, there's one of these stories and, and everybody just gets so caught up in it, but it's like, it's usually like a cute white girl. Well, so here's the thing. What cute white girls are the guys of the society and have been for like quite some time. The what so like of the society? The, the gods. The, the gods. The, gods. The, they are the, the most owl, worshipped for sure. The Bohemian yes. Grove Isles of of Earth is a cute white woman. So like when one of them goes missing, it's like, oh man, a Bohemian Isle is missing. What do we do? And so the, the world just sort of freaks out. And that's why everything is geared towards white women. Everything. Everything that could possibly exist in society. Football is geared towards what do white women think about it? Gangster rap. What do white women think about this? They'll be the ones who will prove who are the rappers from where I want. Everything in culture is about white women. So one is missing. You know, it's not a go. terrible point because it's like, who was it? It was like Tipper Gore was the one in the 90s who was all like anti, um, anti-gangster rap and wanted to get those uh, those those you know, parental yeah. warning labels on, on rap records. And then, yeah, there is just something. And like the, the entitlement I and mean, you have all the Karens and stuff like that. There's just something about this society that teaches white women that they are like the most important people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's weird though, because it's not just, it's not just the personal entitlement. Like there is a fascination, like when one of them goes missing, like this, the, the, this story is not just the media perpetuating it. There's like all these internet like sleuths, like internet detectives who who are as invested in this story as you know as, as it seems like their family, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's like this because it's like a valuable commodity. Is a pretty yeah. white girl, I guess. Yeah, and actually, Wookie Joy Reed's reaction is the only thing that gave me any tip to this whole story was was happening. She she kind of I guess said something. I didn't even read. Who, the, I didn't who even the hell it. is Joy Reid? I don't even know who that is. She's a CN, She's a uh, strong black woman who works for CNN. So I mean, you can fill in the rest. She looks like a politician. She probably is. She I know she works for CNN, and I know she's like a race baiter. And I think she might have been one of the ones that went at Nicki Minaj last week. Um. But yeah, she's just like a, a, well, a race baiter is, for CNN. It, I mean, look, I hate to agree with someone like this. <laughs> I hate to make the same point. Um, however, like, there is just some kind of fascination. Now, I think there's something to it. I don't know about the race angle, but there, there's something to, like, pretty women being, you, you know what I mean, like, um, kind of worshipped. Because it's like it's a prize and it's important for the species. You know, it's probably something that goes back to us like an anthropological, you know what I mean? Like tribal times where having pretty women in the tribe, you know, was like a sign of like a healthy tribe. And Maybe. it would probably help, you know, perpetuate like, you know what I mean? It would help uh, healthy babies and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know, but it it would make sense. I, I don't think it's purely just uh, race, racism. 
Um, but it is a little weird. I mean, look, it's a trend. It happens all the time. And then like, it's not just the media, the public at large, like grasps onto it. So there's something to it. There's something to it. And I, not to add to the agreement, have you ever heard about, and I can't even tell you how many girls, but there was girls in the DC Baltimore area, young girls that just went missing. And I mean, you can go Illuminati if you want with it, but like, I don't know what happened. This is, this is the two thousands. I want to say. And it was an astronomical three, four hundred girls missing, and there's really nothing being done about it. At and least I at imagine that time. they were not white. Is that what you're saying? No, they were not. They were majority mm-hmm. black. Um, so that that story that that never became a national story. It never became a thing. Um, it was the Baltimore D.C. area, but it's still you know Washington D.C. still the capital of the country technically. So you know yeah. it, it just kind of went. Um, and again, you can think the, you know, crazy, you know, I'll eat my neighbor's ass angle on what happened to those kids. I'm not going to go there. I just know that the story, you know, it happened and it was really no follow up nationally. It's just kind of a story that people heard of. So like, well, that's the thing. I mean, like someone like Joy Reid will probably point this out, but it's not like last week uh, on her Twitter. I imagine she had lots of missing black girls. True. And you know what I mean? Like. She's probably, it's probably like, it's one of those things I think like the media, oh, they're like, get, they're like, oh, we got it. We got to miss a white girl. We got a greedy little story. And then like, yeah. you know, and they get, they get caught up in it. But then I think like all of a sudden they realize they're caught up and it's like, oh shit, we have to comment on the fact that the, the country's caught up in this and it's the country that's racist. It's not us like exploiting people's emotions. Yeah. Um, Zach's a million on heart. For start yeah, I do too. I'm I'm sick sick of flying women. Enough, enough flying women. Astronauts if, too. Get rid of them all. If she was uh, in the kitchen, she wouldn't have been lost. I mean, come uh, on, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I always hate that thing where the media comments on itself. Like, why don't we? Why isn't anyone talking about this on CNN? You're on CNN. Why don't you I mean, talk you about talk missing about black it. women? Why don't you do it? Yeah, because I don't think you care. I think you just want the brownie points of, like, oh, we live in a racist society. I mean, like, that's really all this is. God, I'm trying to find her Twitter. It's, I'm like, something that she said about it. I can't. I I can't go through her. Her Twitter's enraging. It's it's everything (laughs) I think it would be. Yeah, yeah, it is. everything you'd think it would be. It's defund the police. It's vaccinations. It's anti-Trump. It's just like, oh, God. You're like a cartoon character. Defund the police and vaccination because I don't know. Your BLM is not pro-vax. I know. I heard about that. It is funny. But how can you want to defund the police and then want vaccine mandates? Because how do you suppose they're supposed to be enforced? Makes no sense. Wait, sorry. One more time. What was that? Okay. How can you want to defund police, but still and also want vaccine mandates? Because how do you suppose those things are supposed to be enforced? Like you just want yeah. mandates, but there's no police to enforce them. It's really interesting, man. Like I think I've brought this up before, but like the cycle of like anti-police sentiments, and then like redu- reducing uh, police presence, and then the increase in crime in certain neighborhoods is like we've gone through this a bunch of times in the past, like hundred years. Yeah. And it's like, it's like rocket science. 
it's not, and it's not even new. Like this is just a playbook, and it, it happens each time. And then these neighborhoods suffer, and they don't develop. It's like it seems kind of orchestrated. Yeah. And, and it's, Pat, oh, go ahead. No, keep. No, up. no, please, please. No, you go. Go, no, go. No, because Pat S just had a point. He said something. Says he has a, a buddy who's a black uh, New Orleans police department. He says even when it comes to missing kids, certain people won't talk to police about anything. And I know that that is definitely true. But with, I, I don't think that's going to be true 100 percent across the board, especially when you go into like multiple numbers. Like I, it was, it was over 100 the missing DC kids. And actually, I could try to look it up. Um, yeah, and I think I mean I think we're talking more about the um, like people's reaction and the media's coverage of it. Yeah. Than, whether the, you know, I still think people should be cooperating with the police. I think what the hell? It's it's just so. I think it's just such a weird, such a ridiculous thing. It's like so. Then what? People just get murdered left and right, and then oh, I don't snitch. It's like that guy was your friend. Now he's dead, and you don't snitch. It's like okay. I mean, I, and then on the other hand. When one of the one of the uh, one of these guys gets shot by the cops, it's justice. We want justice. No justice, no peace. Justice, and then yeah, okay, but no justice you know for what? your friend. Like the inner in, in infight. I don't get it. I think the stop snitching thing is a little overblown. I mean, there are definitely people like that, but a lot of these motherfuckers talk to the police about every goddamn thing. I don't. I don't <laughs> and there's there's still like, but not That's not funny. just like actual people involved with crime, but there's still old ladies who call the police over everything in the black community. Like, I think it's, there's like sections, there's neighborhoods, there's areas like that, and then it gets like, oh, well, black people never call the police for anything. I'm like, well, that, that's that's too far in the other direction. Like, it, it, it's, it's definitely a thing. It is definitely a thing for a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who call the police on all the time. Because I had the police called on me just uh, like fighting and shit. So it's like, okay, somebody called them. You know Someone I mean? called. Yeah. Somebody called. And just because it's a natural thing. Humans are still going to be humans. If, if something crazy happens, you're going to call the police and you're going to tell them what happened. Uh, that's what that's what people tend to do, even if it is a, uh, it is a cultural thing. I'm not going to say it's non-existent, but I think it's a bit overblown. And, and in any event, as far as the, the missing white woman coverage, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, I care. Oh, well, of course, it's something I can't care if you're black weed dealer was missing. What a nice guy, Decepticon King. What a nice guy. <laughs> um, there's. A, oh, sorry. I didn't want to cut off your point. No, please do. Please well, because th there's like I wanted to play like the Patrice bit, but like we can't because we're on the friggin' because stupid YouTube because of Mama Susan. Like if we were on the radio, we uh, could play it. But we. we can play well, it's kind of long. You want you want to try it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'll listen. If anyone watching the playback. If you hear like a, a edit, it's because I had to edit it out because they make me on a strike or whatever. A yeah. Client. All right. Cool. I mean, yeah. it's kind of long too. I don't know how much we want to play, but it's it's basically just Patrice kind of comment uh, commenting on this sort of like like thing, and he's got a great. There's a great point in it where you're like, damn, he's onto something. It's like you don't want to admit it, but you're like, ah, shit, that's a great point. <laughs> yeah. And this is off of Elephant in the Room. Patrice is, uh, yeah, I think it's it was his last film special before uh, before he passed. Because he, he had another special release called um, Mr. P. Uh, but this one came out. This was like a Comedy Central one and all that. And it was, it was very funny. Mm -hmm. 
He says right before this, he says, "Look at and look at the white." Well, I'll just let him say it. Um. Congratulations, my friend. I'm glad y'all here. It's very good, yo. Congratulations to you, my friend. Look at that white woman you're with. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> behind you going yeah son i'm with my girl but yo for real <laughs> that white woman's amazing isn't she tell the truth he's with his black girlfriend like no nah, I, don't, I don't know but that she's high level that's a high level white woman right there that white woman is that is man oh man oh man black women get mad at that but that is top shelf white woman right there <laughs> I'm just watching Patrice. Do we lose you, bitch? You know how you can tell how... Vigilante? Uh-oh. I can't hear you, bro. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I don't know. Hey. Exactly. You, can you not hear me? iPad. I can I now. Can nope. Nope. Lost you. Lost you again. I don't want to just play this. I don't want to get the stream, stream taken down. Oh. Ah, there we go. Okay. Now you're back. Nope. You said what? There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. No, I said I don't want to just play All it right. through and get the stream taken down because yeah. that happens sometimes. Remember that happened with uh, when we were on um, Nina's uh, channel? Nina. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Um, it's a long bit, but it's it's funny. Like it's like I I like the way he he segues into it. Um, I like how you're plugging your t- your t-shirts too. I think that's good. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. No, I think it's every good. this. No, well, yeah. Please buy a T-shirt, but this is a, this has been a nightmare stream for everyone as well. I'm sorry. Everyone man. should buy I, I really a do. vigilante T-shirt. I think. Yes, buy a Pretty T-shirt alive. so I can get better equipment. Yeah, exactly. It's the only way it's going to happen. Is the value you look at her and then you wonder how long they would look for if she was missing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you look mad, sweetie. How long if you was missing? How long you think they were? How long you think they were? Exactly. She don't even. She went. <laughs> you know the deal. I ain't saying nothing wrong. White woman's life is valuable. What's his name? Yorin uh, Vandersloot? Right? We f- Did I lose you? Vidge? Vidge is muted. I don't know if he's here or not. Um, oh, Wookiee Supremacy. This man will teach you everything you need to know about women. The man was the prophet. He he is. He is. I find his method of, of uh, relationships, though, seems a little exhausting. Seems like a lot of work. Seems like you can never let your guard down. You can never stop, like... Pimping her, really. I mean, if you listen to what Patrice was saying, essentially you are pimping your chick because you're fucking with her mind all the time. But then again, I don't know. His chick, Vaughn, man, she was loyal. She was down. Uh, if you ever listen to, like, um, he had the Black Phillips show, whew, some of the women that would come on there as guests would lose their motherfucking minds. But Vaughn was a rock. She didn't give a shit. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh Vidge is missing. Too bad no one will care because, well, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> Friday Day, Patrice the Prophet. Yo, Patrice the Prophet for sure, dude. Patrice the Prophet called Caitlyn Jenner, man. He said that shit years ago talking about like how Bruce was looking like one of the Kardashians or something like that. Such a dildo loves Patrice. Yes, I do as well. Said pimping is the only way. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. We find out he was a serial killer. Man, he kills women. That's what he do. He do it well. You know what I mean? We know the girl that he, that he you know, supposedly had. Uh, what's the girl in Aruba? Natalie Holloway, right? But the one, he just killed a girl in Peru. What's her name? Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, just makes, his, makes the audience make his point for him. Like, that's genius. A white woman in, in Peru. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, no, I heard him for a second. I heard him for a second. <laughs> Fucking genius. So and when you listen to Patrice, you're like, oh, well, I mean, uh, you can't. How, how, do you, how do you ignore that point? Here you coming through. It's it sounds like uh, like a crackle, like in a movie when they're trying to get you know, like in Armageddon when they're in the armadillo coming over and like Ben Affleck <laughs> just comes through the radio, a crackle. Yeah, yeah. I did hear you. There yeah, we go. I'm sorry, bro. Okay, can you hear me now? It's okay. All right. Yes, I can. I've missed most of this clip because like I keep getting knocked off, so I'm not oh. sure if. Uh... Yeah. Well, I, I could take it back just a minute ago because that's the best point, part is this whole thing where he's saying like he, he, he's, his premise is that, you know, basically white woman's life is more valuable. People, the media will look for it longer. And uh, then he yeah. starts talking about Joran Vandersloot. Come on. Ain't nothing wrong. White woman's life is valuable. What's his name? Joran uh, Vandersloot? Right? <laughs> we find out he was a serial killer. Man, he kills women. That's what he do. He do it well. You know what I mean? We know the girl that he, that he you know, supposedly had... Uh, what's the girl in Aruba? Natalie Holloway. Right? But the one, he just killed a girl in Peru. What's her name? Um, exactly. <laughs> it's still funny. Just watch it. It's still funny. <laughs> 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 Look how fast you said Natalie. You said Natalie. Natalie Holloway, that angel. Y'all said that like Family Feud. All right, name a white girl been missing for five years in a room. Of Natalie Holloway, survey son. <laughs> name a Peruvian girl that was killed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> all right i can't just sit here and watch this whole fucking special <laughs> it's so great though he goes later on he goes about the nfl players that were missing and how long they look for them and they just went to the edge of the beach and just like looked don't see them <laughs> that's as hard as they tried oh patrice patrice we missed you buddy god damn it's kind of funny how it turned the dead white girl into missing Patrice, but listen, he's the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> uh, and then he goes to the girl. She goes, uh, I'd look for you, but the news ain't. <laughs> the news just won't. Oh, good stuff. 
Good stuff. How's it going, Vigi? Oh, man. Uh, the CIA has me out of their grasp for now, but it may come back. Who knows? You know, I, I kind of feel like we're in YouTube jail for a little while. Yeah. N- neither one Maybe. of us has grown in like weeks. I don't understand. I don't know what we did wrong. Uh, well, me, I talk a lot of shit. Like, I, I, I kind of feel, I know what I did. I know what I did last <laughs> summer. Uh, like, yeah, but like, I know. you, I mean, I, I, I think your channel should be growing, man. You're like, I feel like you're, you're growing. Like the perception of your channel is growing. Like the people who watch your channel like your channel more. So if, well, if the growth isn't true. like external, but like I hope that's really, true. Like, I think I think you're the man, man. So I'm not just saying that. Cause well, oh, like, thanks, thanks, brother. Extremely true, right. but like, you know, I, I really, I, I, I feel that, so to speak. You just feel, yeah. yeah thank, people, people thanks, fuck man. with you. I think we've got something good here, brother. Not that we're just gonna yeah. like blow smoke up each other's ass, but uh <laughs> Yeah. We're so awesome. Um but What's no, that? but not me because my uh, I was just saying we're so awesome. We are great. Um, we're great and you guys know it. My fucking yeah. stream is uh is shitting out. I can hear you. There's no guarantee you'll be able to hear anything I say. So I can hear you now. Just so lovely. If correction. I don't cool. If I don't hear you, I'll let you know. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so that's, I don't know, so I guess that's the whole Gabby the Petito story. I mean, it sucks, like, that's a sad story, but it is weird. It is it's just kind of, there is something with this culture and obsessing over missing white women. Yeah, yeah. And particularly pretty women, because I've yet to see oh, yeah. even, like, a fat white woman, and then the world, oh, man, you believe this is it that like pound white woman is missing? Is it, like, that protective instinct, like, that white knight thing, like... You know how like in, in when you're young, there's like always like that like a girl gets picked on and like you know the guys have that that the instinct to like, hey, like leave mm-hmm. her alone, like that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like is that yeah, it yeah, on like yeah. a nationwide scale? Maybe. <clears throat> maybe maybe that's why I don't pretty white know, girls. No disrespect to it, maybe that's why I no disrespect to the young lady, you know. I, I think it's tragic that, you know, especially what happened with her boyfriend's fucked up. Um if that, that's what happened, I don't wanna get sued. But, like, I didn't know about the story and had no interest in it because I'm older and no longer care, like, anything about what a woman thinks on any subject. So it wasn't <laughs> like, oh, man. You know, any woman weighing in on anything, who gives any a shit? Any woman on any subject, <laughs> I had no interest in it. Oh, That's and like I've Ryan Cannell-level sexism right there. And I, I've been read this sexism. Like, I've been taught this sexism by women. Women have taught me just it. it They got him. They got him. Left. Oh, what? Crackling through, brother. Here? Yeah, now you're back. They're trying to cancel me for that one. They said, "No, nah, fuck this. We're fucking with this." Mama right Susan right ain't having that. Yeah. Yeah, Mama Susan ain't having that. Um, there's some base chicks, dude. There's like, um, I like Carrie Smith. I like, uh, who, you know, who was the one that was on this show? Chrissy Mayer. Chrissy Mayer, yeah, uh, they're cool. They're, you know, cool. there's a few. There's some good comics. I like Chrissy's Andy Lehman. Yeah, but like, that I seems would like they... Lauren Chin's, uh, you know, she's, she's attractive. She's base, got a good head on her shoulder. Like, they carry Smith. But, like, like, I don't... X-Ray Girl. X-Ray Girl. All, all wonderful. We were all with Nina. All Nina? wonderful people. I, I, I love Kristen them all. Nova. Listen to the best. 
I'm yeah. not gonna just don't just you know I care what they got to say. Well, I kind of I I look at like based women as like they're like black conservatives. You know what I mean? It's like they get it. They're they're not allowed to to speak. You know what I mean? Like they get they're like, (laughs) oh, you don't count. You're not part of this thing. You know, you're not on board. I mean, I still they count because good information. Listen, whenever I hear good information or a good point, I'm going to all jokes aside. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I rock with it. But on average, but now it's, it's like average, you know, there, there are exceptions. You, we, when they that, just start sounding Lorena off Creole. with what you think, yeah, Lorena Creole, hail, oh, uh, you know. But like when when you do hear like women, they sound off like what you would think they already think. You know what I mean? But they're doing it really loudly, and you're like, all right, just shut up. Yeah. I know, I know, I heard, I heard, I know, patriarchy, got it. Yeah, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know. I just mock yeah. them now. I had a girl come in. Um, to to where I work, and um, she's like pretty cute, but you could definitely see like feminism was like part of her identity. And she was talking about oh something, she was reading some book, and I was like, I was, she was explaining to me, I was like, oh, uh, you know, is he a commie? And she goes, what do you, what do you, what do you mean And I was just like, well, you know, was, you know, what's he, what's his <laughs> ideal? You know, racism, Patriot. I'm like, yeah, okay, commie. And uh, <laughs> and she just like, you know, <laughs> but like. Because I was messing with her, like she couldn't really get upset, and then so for the rest of the night, like I would just make like little, like commie jokes, uh, and then there was like one thing that came up, like there was a trivia question, and it was about Eastern Europe, and I was like, oh, Eastern Europe, you know all about that, like you know, just just jabbing her, <laughs> and she like it was like it killed, it diffused it, like there was no, like she was laughing, the people at the table were laughing, like it was like it just killed the you know like the political a- anger. That probably would yeah. have, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it really is the best way to deal with them is to just tease them. Yeah, there you go. And and not everyone is as gifted to more to blow more smoke up your ass. You're a pretty funny guy, so it works. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm an ass who doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> you can helps. get away with it. You can get away with it. I try. Um. All right. Well, I know you. The one story you said you wanted to talk about was. Uh, Based ass Daniel Craig. Uh, that's a, a bit of a <laughs> oh, stretch. Oh, is that a bit of a stretch? Over exaggeration. That's uh, yeah, I do. I do think that's an over exaggeration. Um, yeah, Daniel Craig, and actually, if you could, only God knows if the article will even work if you try to pull it up because uh, with with the stream. Um, but because the, there were elements of the the article that I, I skimmed through. Shout out to Bonnie and. Comics. Uh, I, I thought were interesting, but basically, um, Daniel Craig reverses course, and that's a key point about uh, women saying there should not be a female James Bond. After I think a couple years ago, he said, "Oh, black, gay, like everyone should be James Bond." I don't Whatever even know why the fuck he would weigh in on it. It's so stupid to weigh in on it either way. You know what I mean? Like, as an I mean, actor, I, just sh- uh, shut up. Like, and I mean, in, in my dream world. I would love for him to really speak what he truly believes, stand by it, and be like, I don't care if you're upset. This is what I think. But that's not that's not a real thing. So for him, he shouldn't say anything about it. He just shouldn't even talk about it. He doesn't really just, have beliefs, though. They have whatever beliefs they're told to have. That's true. That's true. They just have belief in they should continue to be famous and rich. <laughs> <laughs> But like they don't really like. I remember the one guy from um, what the fuck was it? Black Widow, uh, 
David Harbour, I believe the guy's name is. I don't know how the hell I remember. Oh, the commie. He was talking about communism, mm-hmm. but it was clear he didn't really know about communism. He just, no. it sounds cool. Sounds good. And he just said That's it. what it is. It's like, that video got ratioed, by the way. I put out that video. That's that, that video is hard ratioed. I'm like, I think I'm under really? 50% on that one. Yeah. I think I got into commie Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because actual Russians went after you then. Well, that's what it, it was bots. in Russian. It was in Russian, but then there was someone in the comments was like, would you stop copying, pasting into Google Translate the Russian? Which I was like, oh, did some kid, some fucking little like Che Guevara shirt wearing motherfucker, like try to make his <laughs> point seem more like convicted by doing that in Google Trans? Like, you bitch. <laughs> but that does sound like something like, you know what I mean? Like someone like that yeah. would do. Some like teenager. Uh, yeah, it has 36 likes and 44 dislikes at a ratio of 45% with about 700 views. Yeah. So, got 10 subscribers out of it, though. There you take go. that. Hey, that's all that counts. That's all that counts. Uh, yeah. That's fine. Real quick, a couple guys in the chat saying two things that I believe. I don't censure Dildo. Um, he should shut up. He was a terrible Bond. He was absolutely, I don't want to say just offhand the worst James Bond, but even before this movie, which I'm sure is going to ruin him, you can make the argument he was the worst James Bond, despite having one of the better movies than the first one uh, they did. Casino well, Royale. I think he was a great Bond like initially, but like it had a lot to do, I think, with tone. You know what I mean? Like they just, he was always yeah. so sullen. Like he was never cool and fun. It was like this. The whole vibe, and I think Critical Drinker pointed this out, but it was like he was like a reluctant Bond. You know, yeah. like he's like, you know, put in this life of, of high intrigue. And, you know, and you're just like, yeah, but Bond's having fun with it. Like, even though he's put in serious peril, you always feel like he's going to triumph because he's Bond. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like they didn't really get. And I guess it's not all on him. It's the writers and directors and, you know, whoever else is. Evolved, but they didn't really get James Bond. I hope this is his last one. I, I think they're doing pre-damage control with this. That's why I think this is, and that's why you know it's, it's relevant to the article. And I also have, mm-hmm. like, and, and maybe this is a bullshit theory, um, but I also have the theory of, like, you know what? The rich, powerful, evil assholes that fuck up everything in society, they have to care about something. There have to be properties where they say, okay, you know what? I know women and all that, but I, I just want to watch my James Bond movie. I know we, we got this agenda going on, but I just want to see James Bond fuck broads and drive nice cars and blow shit up because that's what yeah, I've been I mean, watching for 50 years, and that's just what I want to see. There's definitely plenty of people like that. It's just that, like, it doesn't I, – I really – I can't overstate how important, like – the personal influence, like the direct influence of the people that you live with in and work with in Hollywood, like how much mm-hmm. that matters, how, how influential that is, because it's really like it's such a clicky town. It's so it's pretty cult like in a lot of ways, but it has like your peers and satisfying their like. I don't know, values like living up to their values is is like paramount living in that town Mm. so even if there are people there who want to be like yeah this is 
this is ridiculous. We're destroying, we're torpedoing these franchises. We're ruining it. You know, we're, we're losing money. It's like you still have like some, you know, cunty, like uh, executive woman, you know what I mean, who's just got all these feminist ideologies and you still have to go over to her house for dinner and, you know, she'll have, you know, these actors over and it's like you don't want to get kicked out of this club. So it's like everyone just kind of, it's like, and it's like this, you know, it's like this sort of collective play that everyone's just sort of acting at. You know what I mean? We all share these values, of course. It's implied. So it's like you'd have to be pretty, you know, like roguish to really try to contradict that. And the way that Hollywood works is that you need you need group approval to get work, to, to be promoted, to be, you know, even in the game. So it's like it's it's a really challenging thing for someone to go against that. And that's how we got into the mess that we're in now. But I got to imagine, like, okay, I I can see that a bunch of really rich, powerful people don't really give a fuck about superheroes. They don't really care. They're glad that they make money for them. Right. But they don't really care. They don't really care about space stories. There's a lot of these stories they don't care about. But I I feel like James Bond is such a property that's just like, it's such an easy-to-understand property and easy mm-hmm. to produce that surely somebody who has a, a power over this property recognizes, man, we really can't go hardcore feminism with this. We, we well, just can't. I mean, just look at star Wars. It's like, there are so many ways that you can fuck up star Wars. It's not to say it's a slam dunk, no matter what, but yeah. would anyone have imagined that the way they fucked it up was to have absolutely no plan whatsoever. You just like no. you can't believe no that a, a company with that much money, that many resources, that much you know media, uh, like entertainment professionals, would that would be the way they would fuck? Like you just can't. That that sounds like someone who like comes into the business without having any knowledge of the way storytelling works or movies work and thinks they can just make it up on the fly and learns pretty quickly. That's not how it is. You don't think. The largest media company with the most resources would just wing it. The, what makes it worse is they had the MCU simultaneously, so they had actually been rewarded Did by they? having a plan. With, yeah, it was a uh, 2012, 2015. They MCU was already going. Granted, they didn't start it, so maybe that's the thing. But it was they they owned it at that time. I know that much for sure. I think twenty twelve is when the transition fully. I thought it was right and from then on. I thought Captain Marvel was the first Disney Star Wars movie, a Disney uh, MCU movie. Disney Am I Marvel. wrong? No, I thought I thought that Disney had owned the MCU from like 2015-2016. Somebody in the chat, you guys are smarter than us. Please correct us. Oh, 2009 um, it says. Yeah, you're right. 2009. Oh man. I didn't think it was that early. I thought it was like 2012 and from then it on. Says, but four for four billion. But wasn't there something with creative control? Like it wasn't Disney or something. Wasn't it like a separate entity for a little while? I don't know. I don't 2012 know. says Disney. Tom. Hey, Tom. What's up, buddy? 2012. So that was my guess was right. Hell, Tom. I thought. Well, it was I mean, look. 409. Okay. So now we're. I mean, this is what Google pulled up, but I would trust Tom's word over Google. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he knows all this stuff. He knows the ins and outs and nuts and bolts. Yeah. I, I thought, thought that there was something was about like who was making it. Like, it wasn't line. them. I don't know. 
What do I know? You might be right where there was additional because it, it, it was a little bit of it. Because they had the other guy, Ike Perlmutter, who was actually kind of racist because he said nobody. Was... Oh, what did he say? Oh, shit. We lost him. Am I lost? No, you came back. I'm sitting. Nope. There you go. Okay. Lost you again. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Tom says Iron Man three was the last one released by Paramount, but Disney had video rights since Avengers. That I know, so maybe that was it. So like up until Iron Man three, okay. that it was the creative decisions were coming more from Paramount than Disney. If that's, I thought there was something mm. about that. I'm not. Okay. I'm really. I don't know. Obviously, but that um, that's still around the era. So let's say we'll say 2016 or that's that's probably yeah. safe. My, but my that's weird. But even that, it's like we associate Disney with incompetence. That's how crazy things have gotten. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to cut your point off. And honestly, no. But honestly, even more thing. I'm kind of glad we went through that. Hopefully, you can still hear me. But like, because now you can kind of see, like, well, Iron Man three. Yeah, you still had a good selection of movies that came out right after. But I feel like 2015, 2016. Even though MCU was incredibly popular, that's when like I started to see cracks in the armor, and that's when Disney's control went larger and larger. So 2009, but the Paramount deal had to play out. So they had to movies already in production and they already going to about Iron Man three, which is what we're gathering here. Yeah, I mean, they still they still did uh, Infinity War, which I thought was amazing. So. Somehow they managed they did to pull that off. Yeah. So despite their best efforts. Yeah. I honestly I was under the Even, wrong impression. Yeah. Two thousand twelve was Lucasfilm. My point is that even they had ownership of this company that, that was succeeding based upon a plan. As mm-hmm. far as Marvel. Rather you know, we can argue and we can look up how the rights are. Uh so four billion in two thousand nine. And then, as mm-hmm. you said, the Paramount deal had to, and then you got Lucasfilm, twenty twelve. So, so it was after. It was after you have a franchise. By the time um, Farce of Weekend comes out, you already know the Marvel Cinematic Universe is is succeeding in no small point to a uh, because of a plan. So, how could you not at least come up with one and see it through? I don't know. It's and staggering, maybe and that's so incompetence because that's. Sorry, there's a sorry. huge delay of months. There's a delay. Things. So when you start, oh, fuck. I've already stopped. Go ahead, man. No, yeah, no, I, I think it's a delay. I can hear you on time, but I think by the time you hear me, it takes a while. Yeesh. All right. Well, we'll try to just work with that. Um, no, I, I mean, please continue making your point. I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't mean to cut you off at all. Oh, no, I was actually kind of going to bring it back to the James Bond thing. Just regardless of how their source of incompetence was, they should not have been that incompetent. That that was my whole point of going through the MCU thing, because it's like, okay, you still had control over a property that its biggest strength was the planning and was the coordination. That's well, by the time they bought Lucasfilm, Avengers had already come out. So even if. They still have movies right, good down point. the pike. They recognize, hey, this this whole thing is succeeding because there's a plan in, involved. We should go about that same logic 
with this, and they didn't. And in the they same went way, into production maybe, like immediately. Maybe, and we probably do have a very feminist. Yeah. And then that's the vein. We probably have a feminist. Tom. Minutes, uh, oh, now I've straight up lost your brother. Uh, Tom, Minutes Edge After Dark. Hail, by the way. Uh, it was basically a distribution deal with Paramount. Paramount turned down their option to buy the studio prior with Disney. Um, yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. It sounds like the because as I heard about it, talked about so much that like there was creative control that was sort of passed over, and I think that's when like we got the more Captain Marvely thing where they kind of fucked up Endgame and or a lot of these like everything became like the MCU. I think that's Disney's influence, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Uh, later, low spec Linux laptop. Thanks for hanging out, um, Vidge. You are completely audioless. Can't hear you at all. So uh, I guess I'll just read this article because this is interesting. I'm curious to see what this is all about. So uh, damage control. Daniel Craig reverses course now says a woman shouldn't be James Bond. Um, He's uh, speaking with Radio Times as reported by The Independent. Craig stated there should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Color. He even questioned, why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond but for for a woman? I mean, look, that's not exactly resisting the narrative. <laughs> it's not exactly uh, him standing up to them feminizing literally everything um, and, and destroying IPs. He's kind of being like, no, you're better than this. You don't need to come play a female James Bond. They should make super Jamie Bond and she should be better than all. Like he's like, this is a really weaselly way to put this. I don't <clears throat> I don't think he's like straight up standing up for the character. Vigilante, are you there? All right, I am now here. Th- yes. Do I go away when I go away? So for <clears throat> me, everything shut down. I had to restart uh the stream. Well, not the stream, but just restart the um uh window or whatever. Yeah. The browser. That's that's the word to use. Um, yeah, yeah, you disappear. Yeah, you disappear. I do disappear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if you heard any of that. But basically what he said was he he didn't say that a hey, James Bond should be played by a woman because it's a character that needs to be preserved. He was basically saying that like there's actually like women are so great and amazing that they they shouldn't even stoop to playing this character. They should play they should create a new one that's like so great that's like the best better than Bond. Uh-huh. You know. So he his way to it. Yeah, yeah, he really did. It's not it's not a based ass comment at all. It's really femi. Uh he say Craig previously claimed that a woman could be James Bond. Uh back in twenty nineteen, British tabloid The Mirror reported that Craig said, I think that everybody should be considered. Also for women and African Americans, there should be great parts anyway across the board. Now obviously I'm not Ian Fleming. I didn't write it. I don't know why Bond couldn't be black. I don't think that that matters. I think Intrasalba would make a good Bond. It's stupid, but that's what that's how he feels about it. And it's like, okay, he's a white character, whatever. Um but th- no, a woman? No. It doesn't make any sense for it to be a woman. It's not a female character. It's like, it's it's not correct. And it would be so cringy to see, like, this woman, like, like they try to do that. They try to, like, have women, like, occupy, like, male roles and, like, they sleep around. But, like, women sleeping around generally makes them feel miserable. 
because they 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 feel unloved. They don't feel like they have like support and strength. They're not happy to have multiple dicks and all that type of shit. Like they want one great I've seen some guy. Crazy shit in the hub, man. I'm just joking. Um, no, no. I mean, they do it, they, uh, and they think they should. But I'm, I, like, you know, what I mean, like they've been taught, like, trained, like, yeah, girl, go get yours. But it does not make them happy. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But I mean, you can't tell them that. Um, no, but, but no, I'm saying, but to try to make a female bond where she would like sleep around, you know what I mean, and it would be all cool, and then I like, think, you know what I mean, and she'd be flying out of a car shooting a gun. You're like, yeah, right. This is just well, who was this for? Bitch. Right. Can you hear me now? Now I can. Please hear me. Thank <laughs> you, Mo'Kai. I can this hear you. This has been a hey, nightmare. Thank you all. Thank you, Matt, for dealing with me because I really apologize about this stream. This is going terribly. I keep trying to get my, my PC to work and it won't. Um, well, thanks for those yeah, who are I sticking am. with us. And thank you all for sticking with me, uh, sticking with us all. This has been very, very awful, and I'm and I apologize. And I don't, I still don't know why. I don't know why my uh, sound card works for every other program except Streamyard. So, and uh, but to go back to your point about kind of the nature. Ooh, just lost him. He was just about to make a point. So uh, what's up? Hail. A key that can open any lock is a master key. A lock that can be opened by any key is a shitty lock. <laughs> That's true. Hail. Um, Vich, are you there? I can, I can hear the little... Yeah, I'm... Okay, cool. Can you hear me now? Yep. All right. I am there. And I and I, I heard you read the, the comment, and I agree with it. And, and I think kind of culturally that's how people feel. I don't think... I mean, girls will yes queen in their face, but then they'll turn around. You see that slut? I don't think women champion other women sleeping around like that. Like I think they look, you know, on average, tend mm -hmm. to look down. And then as a guy, like sometimes you're like, hey, easy access. That's not what you're looking for. Like you don't want to watch that on a movie unless it's like, well, on the hub. It's you just know what not I mean? like. Well, the thing is, like a lot of these are kind of like our supreme values. Like that's why we have ideals as our movie stars and stuff like that because it's something to like live, live up to or look up to or just sort of you know uh like vicariously live through for a while like you know what i mean you get to a like when you're a kid and you're done watching one of these movies like you're jumping around your house you know what i mean like being bond because it was cool like it, it, it kind of it's sort of like the ideal. So if you did that with a woman and like they would they would definitely try to make her like they wouldn't be like, oh, she's in like a you know really healthy relationship where she gets emotionally fulfilled, which would be the real ideal for women. They're going to like, oh, they're going to make her sleep around because that's what Bond does. And it would just be like so stupid. Like it's like that's not like. It does. It doesn't work the same way. We're not the exact same kind of thing, you know. And it would be this forced no. bullshit, you know, like oh, women can do it too. It's like, yeah, but you don't want to. So why are you trying to steal it? Well, you could ask feminism that on a lot of things, um, but yeah, that, that's the. They'll probably honestly, if they they do a female bond, and this is kind of what I on with Lashana Lynch. It's to probably just make her a lesbian because that, uh, because, yeah. you know, that's their ideal is like, instead of like that's giving women point. what they want, 
you give people what you think they want. And actually, I think that's one of the quotes from the article from Lashana Lynch herself, if I remember correctly, because I read through it back before, you know, back when I thought my PC would work and I, it would work, my sound card work like it had a million times before. Um, and let me actually see if that is correct. Well, like, if they were yeah, going to make she, her straight even, that they wouldn't do it, like, accurately. Like, they never do. Like, what was that movie with, uh, that, that TV show, the Marvel TV show with, like, the Jessica Jones? Yeah, um, Jessica Jones, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they have a scene in that where I, I think it's Luke Cage that's fucking her, but it's, like, this brolic yep. black dude. Like, huge. Like, 6'3", all muscle, just... <laughs> and they're just having... She's like, uh, uh. I'm like, listen, I have seen people of those two body types having sex. That's not the sound the girl was making, okay? <laughs> I think it would, he would fucking destroy her. And it, she's just like, yeah, yeah, girls. It's just like, no, 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 no. Well, That's That would be ownership. Super pussy. <laughs> she's super pussy. I don't know. I don't either, but I was just like, this is dumb. Like, I hate when they're, you're just like, this is not the way the real world works, guys. Yeah. Anyway, do you want me to read a little bit more of this article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, I checked the the bottom. Uh, you can go, if you can scroll down to towards the end, she does say, this is Lashana uh, Lynch. I don't fuck her. Oh, in this, in this article? Um, In this very article, yeah. It's toward the end. Uh, she says, we are in a place um, place in, t- in time where the industry is not just giving audiences what it thinks the audience wants. They're actually giving the audience what they want to give the audience. So I'm not sure if this is a misquote or she worded it or was, in- was intentionally trying to be incredibly honest. Um, and I think it's further down. It's like toward the end. I mean, I kind of want to just keep... I want to read this yeah, whole thing. Like, next, there's so much here. We are, are okay, in a place yeah, where the industry... The whole thing. We can read the whole thing. We can read through it. The industry is not just giving audiences what it thinks audience wants. They're actually giving the audience what they want. To, well, I mean, yeah, that's like super honest. <laughs> then she goes on to yeah, say with Bond... Yeah, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. No. Like, with Bond, it could be a man or a woman that they could be white they could be white black asian mixed race they could be young or old at the end of the day even if a two-year-old was playing bond everyone would flock to the cinema to see what this two-year-old's gonna do no what but that's not like that's not the whole point but how many times are they gonna go through this where it's like no the only reason anyone's going to it is because the goodwill from the previous films people are not just gonna show up like repetitively for absolutely everything just look at the fact that what like J- uh, uh jeremy from geeks and gamers says solo lost money look at the fact that uh whatever the last stupid fucking star wars 9 was had half the amount of money that the that the seventh one made it's not people yeah. are not just going to show up no matter what if you run these into the ground people will not buy it any longer Star Trek is not a profitable brand any longer. Like, the, the, the only reason, yeah, people flock to it. Yes, because the other movies are good and people like them and they're hoping that this one will be a reflection of the thing that was good. It's not just good. It's not, it's not endless. There's not an endless source of goodwill for these fucking things. That is such an arrogant point of view. Yes, Sentient Dildo. Consume corporate product. Peasants don't think about it. 
That's so annoying. Uh, Pop Culture Republic saying, uh, or they could just leave the character alone and make something new. Well, that's kind of what they're saying here, which is interesting-ish. But they're also framing it like, you know, women are so powerful and strong, yada, yada, yada. All right. Can you hear me? Am I back? You're back. Like, for instance. Hopefully for a little bit. So the reason I wanted to go into that. What? Reason what? So I must be super delayed then. Um, Yeah, I'm very much delayed because there's a huge delay between when I'm hearing you and then when you're actually hearing me. So I apologize Uh, about that. But the reason I wanted to go into the whole uh, Lashada Lynch is this is how they think. They, They legit think that because they worship brands and they worship power. So they think, okay, something is a brand or is powerful. Therefore, it will always be powerful and people always will get that. that that's why they don't understand economics. They just think wealth just exists. They don't believe mm-hmm. it's created. They don't realize somebody has to work hard and build something for it to exist. And the same, whether it's a, a business or a franchise, they just think, oh, well, it's James Bond. Of course people will watch it. But it's like, well, Kmart used to be popular too, and it's not anymore. Yeah, so. and it's also just the absolute proof that they have no respect for the fans whatsoever. Like, that's just the pure evidence that, like, they just think people mindlessly flock to these things and don't have any personal investment. It's just, well, it's like, it's, it's like that whole thing with, uh, with George Costanza from Seinfeld, where he's like, when he's pitching the show and the guy's like, why would I watch it? And he's like, cause it's on TV. Like they literally think because if it's on TV or if it's in the movie, people will go no matter what. It's like, that's really not how this works. Like. People need to want to go to things. And also, like, you've had this has been a profitable profitable brand for over half a century. Like, why would you take these risks to destroy it? I can't, like, I can't understand that. It would almost make either. more sense. I can't yeah, it So I noticed it would almost make more sense just to be, make bland decisions, just to make bland, like, just kind of like, oh, this is just more of the same. Like that almost would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, they just keep doing the same thing over. Yeah. Ascension <laughs> Delta. Why Not stirred and fucked approximately 2.5 bras. Well, yeah, Ascension Delta right. says, uh, why would they have respect for the fans? They are so much better than them. That's how they look at it. That's how they see it. They're smarter than us. Yep, smarter, better. Smarter, better, stronger, faster, everything than us. Absolutely. Morally enlightened. Um, So James Bond producer Barbara Broccoli previously said that James Bond would never be a female. Back in 2018, Broccoli told The Guardian, this is a woman, this is pretty tight, uh, Bond is male. He's a male character. He is written as a male, and he'll probably stay as a male. She added, and that's fine. We don't need to turn any... Don't need to turn male characters into women. Let's just create more female characters and make the story fit those female characters. I mean, yes and no. Like, I'm not saying we don't need female characters and stuff like that. But it's like, I think it's kind of a misnomer. Like, like this equal representation is not 100% necessary. Like, I don't think there's that many women out there who are just like, oh, if only... There were more women in movies. I think, like, there's people that believe that and they think that that's correct. But, like, I don't know. It, 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 
it does to me it doesn't have to be a rule like write what makes sense write what's interesting and stop thinking about representation and it'll i think it'll just come up naturally i agree um i think there's just like they have that false premise about representation in their heads yes. or, or or at least the belief that they're trying to push is that if something was represented everything would be different they think that yes. there's just been all these women who wanted to be masculine action stars, but because mm-hmm. they never saw themselves as such, they that's why they didn't uh, go test tube like Abby from um, Last of Us. It's because they n- never saw it on screen. Now that they've seen all these men get cut, now they'll want to be action stars. Yeah, once again, it's but that, communism, that, essentially. That's not reality. It's not, yeah. It's not reality. And... and it's also this false premise that men and women are the same. We're not. And that's fine. Everything's not the same. No two things on earth are equivalent. So men and women are not the same. We don't have the same interests. We don't have the same likes. We don't have the same wants. And they don't they just refuse to understand that. Yeah, they 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 refuse to acknowledge it. Everything's about inequality and power and power dynamics. And it's it's like it's also, it's just, like, it's as much as they're killing the masculine, they're truly killing the feminine as well. Absolutely. You know, like, they are destroying it in the sense of, like, you know, it's okay to want to have a male and a family and that be your motivating factor in life. That's that's actually fine. Yeah, it works but for thousands nothing... of years from tons of cultures. Yeah. And there's nothing oppressive about it because it's like it's genuine to who you are inside. That's so that's fine. It's not society's conditioning that made you want to have children. It's your biology. <laughs> it's no, just weird. It's society's conditioning. You should you should want to be a, a super president astronaut like, you know, all kids. And you should just want to be all the time. You should want to be the best Best as ever at all times. You want to be a mom? And, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, like what? Like, don't you have any self respect? Yeah, it's like it's how they look at it. Like there was, and I I heard this reporter. I think I brought this up before, but I heard about this reporter who went to like some of the most successful women, you know, in the world, and wanted to see what was consistent about them. Like, what was the uniting factor? And she said, uh, n- "Well, no, it was it was." Like she went to like Oprah, like Diane Sawyer, and like some other, like some very other very successful woman, and she she concluded the only consistent factor was that they didn't have kids and they were pissed off about it. Well, you can't have it all. You can't. You can't have it all. You like, literally can't have it all. It, and that's just you got to make choices. Um, and yeah, the reason I, I joke said divorce. It's because the most successful women or the richest women are all like divorcees, like yeah, um, Bezos' ex-wife, or, or they're fucking criminals. Did you hear about that one girl who's like the she's like the <sighs> fake fake Steve Jobs, fake tech genius? Yeah, dude, yeah, her. yeah, she's yeah. straight up a liar, <laughs> just a fucking fraud. Just... <laughs> yeah, she grifted for like a lot of money though, billions, yo, billions. She's a God billionaire. Damn it, yeah. Grifted she hard did. too. Now she's too rich to put in jail. That's the plan. We'll see. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Up. Yeah, dude, that's nuts because she defrauded like 
people who were selling medical tech. Like that's 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 you know people's lives are in danger Ugh. because of how full of shit she is. Pretty evil. It's really evil. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's like sociopathic, and it's interesting. Like it seems like she wanted to be Steve Jobs and like heard about like what Steve Jobs did, but didn't have like the working knowledge of the things that Steve Jobs had. Like mm-hmm. Steve Jobs was like uncompromising about how what the things he wanted in the iPhone. Like and they and they were like, you can't ask us to do this, and he would push them because he knew somewhere it was possible. It sounds like she was trying to do the same thing, but had no concept of what she was asking, and just heard that Steve Jobs did that, so she did that, and that's like the model. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of that, not just in in this generation, but in tech specifically, because I. I a thousand years ago, um, before I had this job screwing up everything, I tried to get a tech job, and there was this guy at one of these meetups, and he he wanted to make a company that he could sell to investors, but he forgot about like making a product that people would want, and so he had <laughs> this little shitty little app that if you did a QR code, an ad would play, and I'm like, well, how is this going to be practical in any way, shape, form, or fashion? He had no clue about that. None. So he didn't. He didn't build a product. He just like was like, I can make money, and this is this is what I heard makes money are apps. Yes. He did a like <laughs> brilliant boilerplate app, and and then he thought I'll, I'll sell it for millions. Like, and now I'm sure he's on the Forbes richest well, hundred people in the world, right? Probably. 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 Who knows? I haven't. Know. I haven't looked in there. Let's see what I haven't. I forgot the name um, of that. I just remember the story. Remember him? Yeah. Well, he sounds like a gem. Um, <laughs> let me. Uh, I want to read a little bit more of this. Uh, however, rumors have persisted that a female 007 will be introduced in No Time to Die. Those rumors from the Daily Mail claimed, quote, there is a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal scene at the start of the film where M says, come in 007, and in walks Lashana, who is black, beautiful, and a woman. The source added, it's a popcorn-dropping moment. Oh, get fucked. Bond is still Bond, but he's been replaced as 007 by this stunning woman. That's just that's clearly coming from someone who wants the entire world to reflect their personal politics. That is not a real reaction. That is like, yay, the checkboxes I want to see are being checked. Um... On top of these rumors, Lynch did an interview with Harper's Bazaar who published a headline that declared she was taking on the role of 007. The headline said, Lashana Lynch uh, making history as the first black 007. See, now, I think think as uh, From Heels vs. Babyface uh, put out a movie today or a video today that said, um, I guess the title was that Bond would have to make $900 million to make its money back or something like that. And... Yeah, that's like no time to die needs oh, to make nine hundred dollars to break even, and that's probably because like they probably reshot like the whole movie to get rid of this female Bond that no one wanted. I think they did. Yeah, that was kind of another point I wanted to bring this. Uh, I want to talk about. I definitely think they changed this movie because like last year, they were going really hard into feminism as far as the marketing. Mm-hmm. And now Big it's time. Like, uh, no. And that that's kind of what I was saying earlier. I think there has to be somebody that either thought, okay, this will be a Gillette moment if we release it as it is, or just like, come on, let's not fuck up Bond. I mean, it's James Bond. 
Can he? I don't think. I don't think anyone is giving a shit. I don't think anyone cares the way that. Like, like they're like, I don't want to lose my job. Yeah, I know. I know. I want them to too. But it's like I, I think it's more like I don't want to lose my job. I don't want this to be my legacy. I don't want to be the person who destroyed James Bond. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't want that. Like I want yeah. my career intact. I think that's the motivation. Yeah. Like I said, I think there there's definitely a fear of a Gillette like, um, and if you guys don't remember that Gillette commercial where they lost like hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars best. since that, that commercial. Great. That was so great. And I think Because it was the most offensive commercial ever. It was terrible. Like, it's and a it was terrible so, commercial. It was like implying that men, when they hang out with their toddlers, have like little fight clubs. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, and then meanwhile, all you Just, need to do is turn on the internet and see compilations of dads saving their children at key moments. You know what I mean? What they call it the dad reflexes. It's like, yeah, it's it's this total bullshit reality. Yeah. Oh, I just googled. It says eight billion dollars. They lost God eight damn. billion. I mean, that's according to Clownfish TV. But holy shit! Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So- it would be worth it to even lose money on this movie if you had to change it, just because you don't want to. You don't want to last Jedi. We saw shitty James Bond movies with Daniel Craig. That's fine. If you just make another shitty Daniel Craig movie, you still have the franchise. If if you do that, if you make it all woke and you go feminism, nobody's ever gonna watch James Bond again. Yeah, or or it just will be one of these IPs that's no longer profitable and it won't be worth it to make one. Like that's I think that's the issue. Like and cuz they don't they're stupid. Like they they're they're dumb. Like they're bad at their jobs a lot of these people. Like for instance, like the reason we're getting a new Indiana Jones, I think, is because over the pandemic, people were watching the shit out of the original 3 because there was so much there, new content eats dick. New content fucking sucks. So we're watching the things that we know are good. We're going back and watching the classics. We're watching Predator again. And we're watching all these things. And they process that as, oh, there's still interest in this IP. Instead of what they should be processing is, we are terrible at making movies. People want to go back and watch what is good because everything we put out now is garbage. So it's like, like bringing it back to to this, it's like these IPs. Are you there, Ben? Yeah, I'm back. Hopefully, okay, maybe. So, so it's yeah, it's they're just not great at their jobs. So it's like they're they don't understand like why people like the things that they like, and so it's like they can't play this out the way it needs to be played out because because they fucking suck. But like. James Bond is the simplest property to understand. It's the it's so easy. by far and away the simplest property because so much so much of it has been formatted for years to the point where it's a genre almost mm-hmm. uh, in and of itself. Bond film. Yeah, it's, it's true. not even a spy movie. It's a Bond film. When you see, you know, there's a difference between something like uh Jason Bourne or something. It's all intrigue and espionage. And like a when they're trying to clone a James Bond movie or James Bond movies themselves, so and I, they've been I, parodied and they're so such an indelible yeah. part of the culture. 
Yeah, it's it's not even really yeah, there's not like that much to it. Like it's you know, some big over the top villain, you know, James Bond in harrowing situations, hot women, fast cars and cool gadgets. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's kinda it. Yeah. It's almost like a, a slasher movie with how like simple the format needs to be to make a James Bond movie. We really did just take it for granted in the nineties. We had no idea how good we had it. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We had no clue because we thought things would always be this way. We just thought this is the way it was, and that's how you know movies yeah, are, think... are are you know good. Yeah, but you just no one could have foreseen that an entire industry would be hijacked for like political, like social and change and all this. Like no, I don't. No one could have foreseen that. It doesn't make any sense. Like I think the biggest criticism of Hollywood over the years was that they're just fucking greedy. That they would they would just pump out shit and they and it was like they would make things that were bad because they didn't care or they would just you know it just be over the top just so much you know oh another Transformers film it's like little did we know like it's like uh, we should have been so lucky as to just have an industry that was motivated by profit because at least they gave a shit about you as a customer yeah they wanted you to buy their their stuff they didn't think oh this class of fan is beneath us. Yeah, they didn't. It never would have crossed their mind. Like they probably thought of themselves as better than us, but like they wouldn't put it in the movie. <laughs> no, they wouldn't say it in every interview. Um, they wouldn't just just browbeat us. They wouldn't tell us, "Oh man, if you didn't vote how I vote, you must be an evil person," or if you don't think how I think, there's something wrong with you, or, or you know what I mean. Or I don't want to yeah. perform for those type of fans. I don't want those fans. Right, it's, it's, exactly. I don't want you. You know, it's not made for you. All this other crazy shit. And then make, you know, and then make terrible content on top of it that's, like, loaded with their agenda. Like, and you know, and obviously totally missed the point, like Kelly Sudeikis, who's just like, uh, you know, if you don't like my politics, don't, my bu- don't buy my book. It's like, you arrogant retard. That's not why people don't buy the book. It's because you put the politics in the book. That's the problem. People don't want that yeah. in their entertainment. Yeah, it's not that I because I, I rather not like your politics. I really shouldn't even know what the fuck your politics are. I don't I have no give a clue. shit. I don't care. Yeah. The only people whose politics I've been interested in that were entertainment are like those political people, like uh, you know, like John Stewart or Colbert. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. are the types of people. That's what they do. Their politics are intertwined with what their entertainment value is. Other than that, fucking shove it up your ass. And we probably are just going to assume you're a liberal anyway. So we, I don't. Why even bother saying it? You only stand to, to like. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. God, he fucked everything the, up for them, huh? They had to resist the orange man, the evil orange man. He was so evil. And there were still these evil people that, that didn't know how evil he was. And they went along with it. God damn it. These racist white supremacists. God, I love, you know what? Speaking of like taking things for granted, just seeing how much he triggered them and how upset they always were. like I think I should have relished in that a little bit more, you know? Like, I used to get upset about it, but I should just be like, you are mad. You're so mad. Like, and just kind of sit back and be like, awesome. <laughs> Man, I was thinking about that the other day. Hopefully, StreamYard lets me finish this thought. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But, like, if you had been frozen in the year 2014 in a out, you would be, like, frightened at everything that we would say to you. 
first off, we would say, hey, everything screwed up because the guy who, from The Apprentice was president for four years, and there's been a virus that locked everything down. You would say, what the fuck? What? What is happening? You would think you're having a nightmare or something. You'd be, you'd yeah. be struggling to get back to 2014 if you were frozen. You were like, what? Yeah. It would all look crazy. <laughs> It's wild, man. It's a, it's just so weird. And then like, like, like that whole thing we're talking about last week with like Nicki Minaj being like the voice of reason. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> what is this rift in space time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. CERN did something. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a hell, hell of a time to be alive, and it's a hell of a time to 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 watch the the end of movies. I, I outside of the James Bond. Yeah. I really feel like this is the end end game for movies as we know it today. I, I still think this is kind of a carryover from uh, the cocktail lounge. We were talking a little bit about it there. Um, I still think there will be some people that want to watch movies and want that process of like going to a theater. But because they've made so many bad movies over the past three or four years, and it's so unreliable to even get a watchable film. Um. And the coof and everything else, I don't know that the movie industry is going to be here in ten years, like at I all. Don't either, it's a really interesting thing. It does seem like an industry that's collapsing. Like, I think they don't. I don't think they realize. I still don't think they realize that they can be replaced. Like, I don't. I think that that's kind yes. of never really crossed their mind. You know. Um, sort of poop is Cuber no. Hale. I wanted to. Uh, he says. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. He says, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert are a bunch of smarmy morons who thought they were funny because an audience of drug-addled, seal-clapping drones could be trained to laugh and applaud on cue. That's not entirely true. While I agree with you, that's what it is now, uh, and that's what it was for a while, and that's part, that definitely was part of it, was like, oh, I agree with that point. Like, they were both pretty funny. Like, Colbert as as the like right wing guy like on his show yeah. like that was funny like he would address he'd be like nation like he'd address everyone as the nation, nation. like yeah, he was funny it was, was self importance <laughs> and stuff like that it was he was good like before he became you know before he relinquished the character but as the from the colbert rapport i i really enjoyed that show it, you know what i actually did too i liked it better than um John Stewart, honestly, mm-hmm. I really liked that show. It was just, it was so because because John Stewart was like a serious liberal, and mm-hmm. he was like this fake conservative, non-conservative, or you know whatever the fuck he was, and that was the joke. But it was just, it was funny. It was, it was made. It was very. You know funny. why? It was made to make people laugh. Yes, yes it has it Yes, it was political satire, but mm-hmm. it was at the end of the day. They wanted people to laugh so they would come back and watch the next episode. Yeah, and my and, grandmother, who is like a hard conservative, and I was a pretty liberal twat back in the day. So like we would mm-hmm. argue a fair amount. Um, but like we would she hated Stuart, hated him because I think because a lot of his punchlines were just clapped her. Um, but like she loved Colbert, really enjoyed him, always thought he was funny. And she's a hardcore yeah. conservative, so and she and she takes her opinion seriously. So it's like there, mm-hmm. you know, she wouldn't just she wouldn't politely laugh at something like that. Well, even though Colbert was making fun of conservatives, he didn't make fun of like he didn't insult them. He was laughing at certain tropes. Yeah. I almost wish there was another Colbert around where you can kind of make because sometimes conservatives can be too too serious. Oh, the damn dims. 
Um, but like, yeah, and like the, it would make fun of a guy like Glenn Beck, who was just kind of like yeah. a clown. And and I, I look, I, I definitely think conservative uh, political ideology uh, is maligned, and I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. Not all of it. I don't agree with all of it, but some of it I think mm-hmm. is pretty is pretty smart. Um, I do too. But like, I don't. I can't really listen to a like a conservative pundit like. It's like the, it's like they're kind of like the liberal pundits. It's like they're too uncompromising where it's like you're just like, all right. I mean, no matter what, you're going to spin it so that the conservative point of view is correct. So it's kind of like I can't really trust you. Take either. your. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to. You're never wrong. Like Candace yeah. Owens is never wrong. And it's just like, all right, well, that's not interesting. Yeah. You know, it's like then then you're kind of an autocrat. Like, you know what I mean? You're kind of like. I have to just, you know, I don't know. And I just, I, that alienates me as much as anything. So it's like, there is something to poke fun at there. And I think Colbert fucking nailed it. And he would, and he would, yeah, they're pretty gay. Yeah. And he would like, you know, celebrate himself. Like whenever he got like an award or he had like the Americone dream ice cream, like he was over the top with how much he was like happy about it. But you, cause you liked him, you were, you were kind of rooting for him. I, I, I look, I would. Love to trash Colbert. I would love to, but I, I did happen to enjoy it quite, quite a bit. Yeah. First off, am I here? Because only God knows. How did I? What did I do to slander Richard? I personally find slander to be insulting. I don't know. Slander Richard. I love you, Richard. I don't, I, I don't know how yeah. I slandered you. I don't either. Um. Well, but no. The, if you the, feel slandered, I blame vigilante. Unless. <laughs> that's what he's talking about as far as the modern media. Maybe that's what he means. Like how modern uh, possibly media, they do slander. Conservatives. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I miss, I miss having that perspective where there was not this hardcore political slant of like, you know, Colbert bought you and your, 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 uh, you said your grandma. Yes. Loved, yeah. Bought you guys together. Despite, mm-hmm your political differences and like yeah. people could exist despite political differences where now I don't feel like people can. I think that's like a, if somebody, and even for me, sometimes I hear something and if it's too, too woke, too left, I, I just, I'm like, I'm done. Even if it's something I, that's not even in the political sphere. Red shirt. I know, man, but you get, this is like, this is comedy. Like and also remember, like this was in the two thousands. This was the Bush administration. Like, Say whatever you want about the conservatives. We should not be in a fucking war with Iraq. I I don't think. Yeah. I don't want to make I don't want to make broad political statements, but that's how I feel about it. Like in retrospect, it was a huge disaster that really looks like it was just to secure money for like Halliburton. Like that's how it looks to me. Yeah. And I'm not like I said, I'm not like just some like- bleeding heart. But you have to remember that was the time and like we were disillusioned. Even the conservatives didn't like Bush. No one liked Bush. Bush was not a popular president. Like, I think maybe in retrospect he was. But, like, we needed, I needed, and a lot of people needed, like, somewhat like a like a vent from, like, all the stuff. And, like, the, the, the it was just different time, man. Like, I don't know. I don't mean, I mean like, I don't, listen, I'm not insulting anyone's ideology. It was just different. We, listen, as many times as we've pissed off the left, to piss off a conservative was like it's a even though I don't want to be red shirt. I love red shirt. Yeah, um, I love red shirt. I have nothing to, I, you not know, a, not he's on you, the cocktail lounge every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Not you, Red Shirt. Other other conservative. You're one of the good ones, no. On all seriousness. I, I there's 
I don't know how we got into the, the conservative thing. I'm kind of sick of the political spectrum, spectrum as it's presented. I'm sick of the political divisiveness. Everything has become political, including mm-hmm. a fucking James Bond movie and a Star yes. Wars movie. Thank you. Good and point. every other TV show because you can't escape it. And it's become so inescapable. That in and of itself is uh, the issue. And actually to kind of, um, you were talking about how I don't really listen to the pundits. You, you brought up Candace Owens. I don't, um, you bought democracy to all those poor people in Iraq. <laughs> Just like we're doing in Afghanistan, I take it. Yeah, it went perfectly. It yeah, nailed it. Brilliant. But like there are pundits, I, I like Young Ripper. That's like probably my favorite. If there's a guy who is a political pundit that I watch, I like him. I, I watch him. I, I did. Yeah. Tim Pool's cool. Don't really watch Tim Pool. Don't really watch. Never really been big on Ben Shapiro. Never really been big on anyone on the left. Not a not a Young Turks guy. You know what I mean? I, 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 could, I even stuff. tried with the Hill. I even tried with the Hill. Couldn't do it. I, I don't. The reason I like Young Ripper is because he understands that, like, one, a lot of this is culture. That it is not. Right. Policy. It is not. It, it is a. It is. Hey, these people are are using their cultural leverage to to fuck with you. Facts be damned. And his understanding of that, instead of trying to consistently argue for the sake of arguing, uh, right. and in a lot of cases, points just for the sake of arguing. That's why I like him more than most pundits because pundits on any either side, they just become like cheerleaders. And yeah, and like he, I don't know. It's like he argues. <clears throat> I don't know. It, there is something really good about the way Ripa discusses things that I, I think is extremely valuable. Like I never feel alienated from him, even if I disagree. Yeah, that's another good point. He and that doesn't make you, you know, feel stupid for disagreeing with him. I mean, unless. Or, or, or frustrated or angry or, or like, oh, I can't listen to this fucking guy. Like, it's never anything like yeah. that. It's like you can clearly tell this is his point of view on the situation. He has passion. He's educated on the topic. And this is how he's sharing it. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's just it never alienated me. Even when I disagree, I'm never like, oh, this fucking idiot. I'm like, yeah, okay, I just I don't think the same as you. But, you know, I like where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's, and also because he doesn't just talk politics. Like, he also does talk about Marvel and he does talk about music and other stuff. So it, it does, I don't know, he's much more palatable than like like a conservative. I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I don't even remember the last time I put on like a conservative pundit, last time I put on like Ben Shapiro. I'd listen to it every once in a while, but it's just like, I don't yeah. need to be, even if I agreed with everything you said, I wouldn't want to just hang out. Like, you know what I mean? Just listen yeah. to all my own thoughts be validated all day long. It's just like... Uh, you know, I don't need that. I already validate my own thoughts by thinking them. Show someone's tits, Ben Shapiro. Do something. Spice it up. It oh, just... God. You ever see his sister's tits? Holy shit. I saw his You're... sister before. Is she hot? Or am I thinking the Stacked. Oh, like, man. insanely stacked. Like, freakishly stacked. <laughs> <laughs> like, unnat- Like she's not probably natty? No, nah, I think they're real. pay for I think they're real. Really? Yeah. Now I gotta yeah, see yeah, yeah. There's Abigail Sister Shapiro Tits. is her name. Oof, it's kind of crazy. You're just like, what? That's that's Ben Shapiro's sister? <laughs> like, she's not like gorgeous, but she is like, 
you know, she's pretty fucking sexy, and her just her chest is crazy. Crazy. Oh, and uh, since um, a dildo will disown you if you listen to Spiro again. Why? He makes good points. That. I really like him on Rogan. And look, the thing you got to love- remember, too, like I said, a lot of this is time and place. Like, four years ago, whatever it was, there was no – we didn't have a lot of dissent. There wasn't like – or at least I didn't know about it. I didn't have, like, Gary. I didn't have, you know, like, Young Rip. I didn't have these outlets. I didn't have these people who I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Like, someone who's, like, contrary to the narrative. You only had the narrative. And then every once in a while, these, like, explosions on, like, Rogan's podcast where this guy, Jordan Peterson, would come on there and would just contradict the entire narrative. And you're just like, fuck, yes. Like, it was so relieving to hear someone who wasn't just exactly saying the same thing over and over and over again. So Shapiro was one of those guys at the time where you're just like, fuck, this guy is completely breaking everything down that they are trying to do, and he's being accurate about it, and he's making good points. It's like, fuck, man. Like, I I don't listen to him now, but I, I, I liked him on Rogan anyway. Does she play violin too, Pat? I think she yeah. was a yeah. I think she was a concert pianist or something like that. Opera singer, maybe something like that. She had like uh, I forgot who she was. There was something, yeah, something like classical about her. Oof, yeah, definitely. Take a look. Take yeah. a look. Um, and I guess she's she's like a conservative. Like she speaks conservatively too, as well. But she's not. Um, She's no Ben Shapiro. Like she doesn't. That's not like her whole thing. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, Shapiro ain't dissent. He's controlled opposition. Well, I don't know who is he controlled by. Isn't he like incredibly independent? I mean, obviously, I guess. But like he's got his the Daily Wire is his company, and he's bringing on Gina Carano. You know what I mean? To like make a movie with her. To I don't know. I mean, I get maybe there's something you know that I don't, but uh, I, he just seems like a guy who has just kind of believes has these beliefs. Um, maybe you're right. I don't Holy know. Holy smokes! Yeah, right. Jesus Christ! Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh oh, they got him. They got vigilante again. Let's see. Oh, I can hear you back. You back? Okay, yeah, I'm looking at Abby, and my hands—you can't see my hands, but they're—they're—they're available. (laughs) But Jesus Christ! Yeah, I. Yeah, I see what you mean because she has such a small body. Mm -hmm. For them to be that big looks unnatural. Mm -hmm. I did know a girl who was built similar, like one other girl. Yeah, it happens every once in a while. Just end up with this freakish, these freakish. uh, kind of uh, characteristics yeah um we are getting we're at an hour and 35 and i we usually yeah. uh gina carano is of no importance outside this fandom says sentient dildo that's something that i do wonder but i don't i don't know how that's necessarily relevant i think matt's point dildo uh was that hey he's doing things with with individuals who aren't necessarily a part of the mainstream or a part of the establishment um but i look i I disagree with that i disagree that she's of no importance i don't think that that's accurate because she is incredibly important in the sense that she was in the belly of the beast she was in disney 
and refused to go along with what she was supposed to go along with. All she had to do was comply, was put her stupid fucking pronouns in her bio, not make a big deal about anything, keep cash and checks as Cara Dune. That's all she had to do, and she wouldn't because she's based, because she has opinions that are just contradictory to this narrative, and she refused to go along with it. I don't think that that doesn't matter, man. I think that's fucking important. She's a sacrificial lamb, man. She fucking, you know, she's a martyr, essentially. Like, she lost her her career. She was in Deadpool, and she's in this huge, like, the only property of Star Wars that anyone actually enjoys. And she, like, gave that all up because she's got conviction. That's not... That's not insignificant, dude. Yeah, sorry about the delay. Hopefully I'm back. Um, You're back. But no, not only that, uh, like they had, they were going to do multiple shows with her. If you rewatch season two, all it was was a bunch of spinoffs for different shows. And then they announced one of them, which was Rangers of uh, the New Republic. And I don't think that show is happening anymore. So they... You know, she not only did they fuck up their own franchise, but like she was willing to lose more future work in Star Wars for her own principles, and and there is something to to be championed um, about and he, that. He, but like, yeah, well, I, I do, response this is a fair counterpoint. Is, yeah, I'm not saying she's brave, but you hear people talk about her outside channels you watch. I mean. Yeah, that's fair, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but now she's like essentially irrelevant because she's been removed from the mainstream. So why would people talk about her unless they're the kind of people who give a shit about resisting this? So those are the people that I listen to. So you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Because the thing is, I don't think she's done. I don't think she's going anywhere. Like, I, I think she'll be back if this no matter what with this movie, unless it's like a turd. Oh, my God, I forgot all about the Karen movie. I, that just came back to me. I didn't forget about it. Oh my I god! I forgot about it too. To yeah, um, but well, like, unless it, it's a it. yeah, unless it's like a turd, like it looks like a turd, like the Karen movie. Where we're just like, okay, no one's ever gonna watch this. It's like, I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, if there is an an alternative to Hollywood, like this is gonna be the first like seed. You know what I mean? The first experiment is going to be Daily Wire and Gina Carano's movie. Like, that'll be the first real test to see if there's a way you can do this by creating it essentially in opposition to an entire industry. I don't know. We'll see. She's very important inside this fandom. Yeah. I mean, but that's... that's. I think it'll be a... But that doesn't, that, it's not like, it's not only because, you know what I mean? It, I'm trying to say, like, just because we value her does not mean her integrity is, is broader. You know what I mean? It's not simply because we like her. It's like we like her because her values are kind of transcendently authentic. And that, like, matters. So we're the ones championing her, but that doesn't mean it will be the end of her journey. I think, listen, I think it depends on what, what happens with this movie and other movies that she does. I'm kind of, I, I remember the premise of the, the first one they're doing. I'm not, I'm going to check it out, but I'd be lying if I was saying that I'm optimistic. And I understand, sometimes I, don't I wonder. I think I it's going to be good, but I want it to be. Yeah. I, yeah. I've wondered, like, man, how big is she really? I've, I've thought that, and then I'm, I, I've, Wondered aloud, man, if people, if we didn't agree with her, she got canceled silently. We didn't know what her beliefs were. Would she even be as popular to us? 
Nope. As she is. So I, I have my absolutely my not. Too. Yeah, I, I don't think she would. Um, and people kind of trashed her. She sort of dunked on her, like in the in the original like Mandalorian thing, because she she's not she's not a terrific actress. She's not like no, amazing. she's not. But after seeing Mortal Kombat, I realized there are levels to this. So like, she's better than everyone there. There are levels to this, and also it's a craft that you get good at the more you do it. Like Bill Burr was a pretty yeah. shitty actor when he started, and now he's really good. Uh, you know, yeah. I've seen Jim Norton evolve i mean it's the you know a lot of people too like especially when you're famous like gina carano like you know for being an mma fighter relatively famous you just get like you go from never having acted to being in a movie like that's a huge that you know what i mean that's like never singing and then going and doing like you know madison square garden it's like that's kind of you know what i mean it's a big stage for your first foray into this art form it you know it takes time to develop these skills and unfortunately you're working them out in front of everybody but you know I mean it she's mostly there because she's physical and pretty fucking hot yeah and pretty you know if they got this this super you know powerful woman agenda just want a few women that can pull it off believably like the scene yeah. the fight scenes in the Mandalorian that she's in are pretty good she does bring something to them so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she does. She has, she, you, she has you believe her, uh, it. Positives and negatives. Yeah, and Sentient Dildo's final yeah. thing. He said, "I'm not questioning her integrity at all. I like her. I think, yeah, like it's more. I guess more just to my final point is like it's. I don't think like I think she could represent something more impactful in the future. We'll see. Like I said, I have no idea what this new movie is going to be. If it's going to be even watchable, but like, you know. We we are already a very loyal and loving group of fans. Like that is a good foundation to build on. And if this does become good, you know, it could be I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to overstate it like she's our fucking savior, but Yeah. And we'll see. I, uh, I, I guess kinda of end off this point. I think there's you know, mentioned John Ripper, he might be impactful. His he's guys comic verse coming up. We got there's people who can come up with things, come up with new properties. I do think the independent movie thing is a possibility and more realistic and more people give it credit for. And there's a lot of factors. Hopefully, you know, if the first movie doesn't work, maybe they get, you know, do it another one. And because I I don't really think this would have been the first movie I would have put Gina Carano in personally. Um, you you know, I get not having a budget, but I spent. What are you? T- which which one are you specifically talking about? So whatever detective, about? she's like a trucker. Thing. It's like, what is that? I don't the know movie that. that they 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 pitched. Did you, uh, the Ben Shapiro pitched for? I don't know if they pitched I, it, but they announced it. Um, this is the like first time here. Months ago, or whatever it was. Really? I didn't know. Gina Carano's movie. Yeah, I didn't know they let out the. Yeah, they let out the premise. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, forgot about that it. seems it like a, a stupid thing to do that seems pretty it's dumb just, i thought it was just a basic premise it wasn't like the whole thing but it was just like uh i guess she's like a cop investigating a murder it's based off some book series i believe where'd you hear that chat please help me out so i don't sound even crazier um, no i mean i because this i know I'm this just curious let me see if I can find this it. This is like the first. I didn't know. Like that seems like a risky thing to do. Is to kind of like, without a trailer, without a yeah, without, without even a script. Oh, they're shooting the movie now. Oh, really? That seems a little yeah. Fast. It's being shot now. 
and I think it's supposed to come out. Uh, yeah, they announced it August twelfth. I'm checking the bounty thing. Um, that seems so. Yeah, way yeah, too they fast. announced it on August twelfth. I thought you knew when about. She it. Yeah, she, like she'll a, be. Uh, she got fired this year. year ago. It was yeah. January. It was January this year, but I mean, still this year. That's. It's based off a book called fast. White Knuckle. White Knuckle. Yep. That's and, pretty uh, fast, dude. Like, yep. for her, like it takes kind of a while to write a good screenplay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this is enough time to have like written that screenplay and then developed like pre-production and really put the work in that it needs to be. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I see her. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. It's, yeah. It's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. When I saw that, color? I wasn't too positive. Mm. I would. Yeah. That was. That wouldn't have been my plan. If 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 you, I get you're not gonna have the biggest budget, but I would have done like a seventy minute action film. I would like I would as little plot as possible. That's not a bad idea, but that's also pretty disposable and could just be forgettable as shit. You have to have some kind of I, I would want to see like the wrestler but MMA fighting women. And I think they've already That'd made that, but like you know, like that I'd like to see her just play what she knows. If she's gonna lead a major motion a film, she should just play what she knows. Don't stretch it. Because you don't want this to be a that joke. That would have been this is a, simpler. Yeah, if this is a joke, you're going to fucking blow it. Yeah. Uh, it'll it'll just be, it'll be dead, dead on arrival. Uh, Pop Culture Republic says maybe they had a screenplay ready to go. Maybe. Maybe. How could she have known? I mean, maybe she's been developing this project privately. I mean, that's possible. Um, but that is really fast. It's been like, eight months. quick. Dude, but my guess, but pre-production alone, like it's like to to even if this, you know, like to to write the script and make. All right, I don't know. It's a you're also adapting a book. That's extra work. I don't know. It just it seems fast to me. That seems fast. Okay, if I'm back, I'll, I'll tell you what I think happened. I think they already had this movie down the pike, and then when it happened, they said, "Oh, we'll put her in it." I mean, I guess. Who though? What the Daily Wire? This fucking thing. <laughs> uh, you think like the yeah. Daily Wire had this I, ready to go? I'm about to break my iPad. Or, or, or I don't know about ready to go. That may be too bar- much of a stretch. But in but development, they were already greasing the wheels for this. In development, yeah, this was already in development. Uh, aside from her her issues, and then when the stars aligned, said, "Oh, we'll put her in it." That's my thought. Yeah, I mean, it's written even by the, the Eric first Red. Yeesh. Uh, the first Dude, film, the run, guy... hide, fight thing, just looks oh, stupid boy. too. I mean, it might have been good. This but it's is like not, that. I wouldn't this do this as a movie. Yeah. Wow. His, this guy's IMDb is sad. Uh, the guy. The guy why. who. Well, the guy who wrote it. I guess he wrote a movie called The Hitcher, which I've seen is pretty pretty like b movie ish it stars um uh rutger hauer as this kind of like you know serial killing or like a murdering hitchhiker like it's fine i saw it on one like a sick day when i was in high school it's not 
it's not very good. And then he wrote a bunch of movies I've never heard of, Near Dark, um, Cohen and Tate. Near Dark's got a, I guess Near Dark's got a 7.0 on IMDb, so maybe that's something I, I've never heard. I guess, oh, Bill Paxson's in it. Lance Hendrickson, uh, Hendrickson, that's okay. I mean, maybe that was just a horror movie I missed. But basically, he then did almost nothing, just like, and then some TV movies, then Hitcher 2, I've Been Waiting, uh, and then, like, a movie called 100 Feet. Like, uh, oh, like he, he, very long spans of him doing absolutely nothing. It's like, it kind of seems like they picked him up off the scrap pile. Well, that... That sounds promising for someone's first movie to try to revolutionize the uh, film industry. <laughs> yeah, man, like that's not that sounds absolutely great. That's not good at all. White knuckle and white knuckle. Look, it, oof, this looks bad. It uh, yeah, it's about a serial killing trucker, and she's gonna fight him. Oh boy, this is gonna be a fucking joke. Yeah, yeah, I'm not positive on this, and I, I it would not have been my choice movie but i mean this to, seems very misguided point, it seems incredibly misguided it, it, and yeah. i i don't know because movies are expensive to make and even low budget mm-hmm. movies are incredibly expensive i was listening yes to a, a channel oh shout out to shady j he has a channel called the game chasers they've been on youtube forever and they're making a movie and they did a gofundme and the guy had he said he sold a bunch of his games Games. He did all this stuff to try to. They're trying to get this, and every you know, a lot of people aren't getting paid. And they, I think they put one hundred fifty thousand in. And he said, "Man, this is like a miracle that we able to do this because, like, it really should cost us a million dollars minimum." Yep. Um, yeah. Well, my buddy, my buddy Jared. Yeah. You know, like he he said, like the amount of money it, it cost him to make his movie <clears throat> was was I don't know. It was a lot. It was like. 25,000 or something like that, I think is how much he put into it. But he said if he did it union costs, it would have cost like a million dollars or something. Wow. Like it was some it was some wow. at, like humongous increase of how much they actually spent on it. Cuz it was like that's just how much all this stuff costs and like, you know, renting trucks and getting tr- union truck drivers Man. and everything. It's just so Catering. expensive to make a movie. Yeah, catering. That's something that you don't think about. You got to feed all these people for like a few weeks. And several and times a day. that's expensive. Several times a day, yeah. Uh, for the movie I was talking about, he said he spent like 20 grand in catering. And I'm like, well, it's 12, they're 12 hour crew. days. You got the whole crew. Everyone's got to eat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's so much to make off. a movie. Until you've been on a movie set, you can't believe how many fucking people are on a movie set. It's like a small village. And, like, there's cheap ways to do it, obviously. There's ways around it, especially if you know what you're doing. Um, but, like, it, like it, this, this has to work. And ooh. So I've been doing – I'm clicking through it. Okay, so apparently some of my criticisms of this guy were a little misguided because he's, he's been an author for a while. He's been a novelist. Okay. So okay. he switched mediums. So that's positive. Yeah, and I'm on Goodreads, so this guy's name is Eric Red, and I guess this is his own book that he's adapting. Um, okay. And now these are just you know people's books, like you know, people's reviews, but I guess he's it's got a, basically yeah. a 4.0, and 
out of 53 ratings as a book. So he mm-hmm. looks like, you know, his good his Goodreads okay. numbers are pretty good. He's got a bunch of books up, so he's not quite out of the game as much as I thought. Um, but it's just, I don't know. White Knuckle just doesn't sound like an interesting story. There's a killer on the road. He's a big rig truck driver who goes by the CB handle White Knuckle, and he's Jack the Ripper on 18 wheels. Ugh. For 30 years, he has murdered it. You know what this might be, though? And this is true, and I remember that terrible movie we watched, the uh, thing that I did, um, Only Go There at Night. Well, um, the the thing is with horror movies, they almost always have a built-in audience. Like the horror, the horror crowd, horror peop- like uh, audiences are not very discriminating, but they're extremely ravenous. Like they want more and more and more. That's why there's so many different. Um, why there's so many shitty sequels to horror movies, and why you always you're like, who makes this? Who buys this? You know, chainsaw killers from space or whatever. And people like people enjoy. Oh, hi everybody. Uh, <laughs> Uh, people enjoy it. So maybe I think what they're going for is that if they um, if they go for the horror movie angle, it'll almost guaranteed to make money because there's such a big market for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a low risk in that sense. You know, it's like that's actually if that's the angle they're going for, it's that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, Ascension Dillo says horror always makes money. Yeah, because um, it's fairly cheap to make. And, and- yeah. It always gets an audience. Yeah. Um, so uh, so for 30 years, he has mur- murdered hundreds of women in unimaginable ways, imprisoning them in secret compartment in his truck, abducting them in one state and dumping their dead bodies across the country. Dedicated FBI Shar- uh, agent Sharon Ornsby. That's not like a great name. Sharon Ornsby. It's kind of doesn't really roll off the tongue. Sharon Ornsby. What? That's weird. Okay, anyway. Is on a mission to hunt down and stop White Knuckle. She goes undercover as a truck driver with a helpful long hauler named Rudy in a cross-country pursuit that will ultimately bring her face-to-face with White Knuckle and a pedal to the metal high-octane climax on a highway to hell. Eh, all right. But like I said, it might just be a um, like a f- financial slam dunk so maybe that's why they're doing it they're like yeah. cars make money we have to have a f- couple wins under our belt we can't just throw we can't just burn piles of money because we hate hollywood very true very true yeah and you um, know what I to kn- your point you do have to do more acting to get better so maybe it's a, it's a good thing you do you have, like anything else any other skill craft you have to just do it more before it, it's good like very few people are born geniuses like there's like uh, Dakota Fanning, you know, some of those kid actors who are just like shockingly talented, like somehow have these empathy and instincts. Like, how do you know how to do that? Um, but for the most part, it's, it takes years to get good at a craft like that. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't I don't fault that. I used to be much more critical of actors, but I, I'm, I'm not. Um, it's a hard thing to do. So much of it's not in your control. So much of it's editing and, and directing. It's a lot of it is, you know, you're kind of more of a like a prop than anything it's not a very empowering position <laughs> i don't i didn't find well well maybe that's why all these actors are, are so crazy they're so disempowered and that's that's why they're so we need to empower people because they're projecting 
I mean, I was listening to Rogan say that. He's like, if you weren't crazy before you started being an actor, you're going to be after a while just because of how unnatural the process is, how little of it's out of your control, how stressful it is, how much you're putting yourself out there, how little control you have. And then like, you know, like you just need to shake that off. Like, you know, you have to go, okay, let's go get drunk. You know what I mean? Like you just have like a contrast to, to just that crazy life. Um, yeah. And I mean, a lot of actors I know are, are like, they're just, just, you know, very unhappy, very desperate, you know, very unfulfilled oh, because of just how hard their life is, how, how difficult it is. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing you didn't go to Romania. All, you know, all, all jokes aside. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Can't can't make those decisions now. <clears throat> yeah. Already made them. All right, man. Hey, all the right. decisions you make make you the man you are. And uh, the decision to stream on my iPad, it was a moderate moderate one. The only one I could have done in short notice, but I, I wouldn't want to do it again. Because I've had more, more technical issues in this stream than any other stream I've ever done. Uh, yeah. So thank you for putting up with me, uh, Matt, and chat. Um, yeah, I mean, thanks, chat. Hell, chat. Good to see you guys. Uh, thanks for your contributions. If when I couldn't talk to Vidge, it was easy to talk to you. So, <laughs> much yeah. appreciated. Uh, Vidge, and, uh, if someone offers you says, a role, <laughs> says, someone offers you a well, role in a horror film, it? don't it's take it. Five minutes this, of work because I'm not going to be there that long. One scene. <laughs> is this? Uh, uh, what's it called? Is this like uh, a reference to Culture Casino? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was just talking about just the fact that like black black people dying. Oh, because you're <laughs> so if I'm That's in a funny. horror movie. It ain't gonna be that long. It's gonna be one day of work. So I, sure. I'm cool with it. One day of work max. But um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, because this has been a nightmare of a stream, and I and I. And I I don't know how you're still patient, Matt. I don't know how you, because I've been ready to blow up my whole studio. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I, I I won't take any more chances. I think we should probably end, uh, unless there's something else that you wanted to talk about. Or any thoughts? No, I mean, had. I kind of want to talk about the Star Wars thing, but I feel like that's been covered by uh, oh, literally shit. everybody. We did not talk about that. I, you know, real quick, we got, um, yeah, uh, it was uh, Mar- Marsha Lucas. Um, George Lucas's ex-wife and former editor of uh, uh, the first one, A New Hope. Um, uh, did she edit any other ones? I have no fucking clue. This is the first I've ever heard of this person. <laughs> I guess there's like, I guess there's like some narrative on the internet that she. Fuck. Um, oh. <laughs> you probably heard me say fuck. Uh, I did. I guess there's like some narrative on the internet that she saved. Star Wars, I, I I don't know. Um, it looks like she was the credited film editor for A New Hope. The uncredited, she's uncredited for Empire and edited and also has edited edited Jedi. So, I mean, she's obviously pretty established. She did American Graffiti. She did Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, which is a um, Scorsese film. Uh, and but that's fucking it. After Jedi, she just stopped. That's pretty wild. Um, so she was a supervising film editor for Taxi Driver. Holy shit! That's pretty impressive oh, wow. credit right there. Yeah. Um, so and like, there's like, the, I guess like, there's this sort of narrative going around that she saved a New Hope, 
I don't know. Like I, I have no idea. But apparently, it was kind of unwatchable without Lucas. I don't know. But um, that's like the narrative. That's the myth. Um, <clears throat> but I guess she just put out a book, and it says Star Wars editor Marcia uh, Marcia Lucas decimates Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams over sequel trilogy. <laughs> Uh, she worked in the original Star Wars. You know, just listed off her credits. She said, Lucas, who won an Oscar for Best Film Editing for the original Star Wars film back in ni- uh, 1977, made her thoughts about Disney's sequel trilogy quite clear in a recently published book titled Howard Kazanian, Kazanian? A Producer's Life uh, by recently passed away Star Wars author J.W. Rinsler. In the book, as reported by YouTuber Open Airlock Policy, Lucas described the sequel trilogy storylines as, quote, terrible. Nice. Lucas stated, I like Kathleen. I always liked her, but she was she was full of beans. Ooh, easy with the uh, curse words there, uh, Marsha. Uh, she was really smart and really bright, really wonderful woman, and I liked her husband, <laughs> Frank. I liked them a lot. However, she added, now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it. Wow. And we have, of course, that fucking character in a moment. She specifically pointed out to the killing of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, and J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they kill Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Absolutely, positively, there was no rhyme or reason to it. Fucking get him, Marsha. Get him. Yeah. That is good shit right there. It's, it's awesome to see that somebody... I mean, this is the obvious take, but so few people would have this take. Fucking critics especially, couldn't even have this tape because they were paid off. Yeah, and I was saying, especially someone so close to it, right? Like someone yeah. who's like the editor of the original trilogy. Like you've never heard – you heard Lucas say something, like George say some things here and there, but no one close to it has really smashed this like god-awful sequel trilogy. This is the first person who is like really involved intimately with Star Wars who's like – Fuck the sequel trilogy. Yeah. That's gangster. Called it terrible. And That's fucking God, gangster. Yeah, thank you. It is. It definitely is. Yeah. That's huge. That's a big, that's a big goddamn deal, dude. No, because uh, it it's, you know, you, you get like Disney, rumors and shit. Well, one of the reasons it became such a big deal is for years and years, Disney somehow made all Hollywood and all of the media. And everyone involved could never say that the Last Jedi or any part of the sequel trilogy was bad in any way. They like, or even I'm sorry you didn't standard. like it. Yeah, not even that. Any yeah. so the idea that somebody didn't like any of these Star Wars movies was blasphemy. It was it was Hollywood blasphemy. It really um, was. And it's, just, and it's oh. Lost him again. Star um, Wars Lord. Star Wars as a property. Oh, no. I'm rambling to nobody. I'm sitting there talking. And well, I just heard you. Me. I caught the end of it. We can hear you now. Okay. Don't say anything okay. racist. Um. White women um. are a plague. <laughs> Uh, Lucas added, I thought, you don't get the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. As for Luke, she noted, and then at the end of the last one, the last Jedi, they have Luke disintegrate. They killed Han Solo. They killed Luke Skywalker. They don't, they don't have Princess Leia anymore. And they're spitting out movies every year. 
Uh, Marsha Lucas would take issue with Kennedy's attempt to appeal to women with the introduction of Ray, and they think it's important to appeal to women's audience. So now their main character is female, who's supposed to have Jedi powers, but we don't know how she got Jedi powers or who she is. It sucks. The storylines are terrible, just terrible, awful. Oh my God, Marsha Lucas for the fucking win. Yeah, and Marsha Lucas did not Epstein herself. <laughs> Dude, this is fucking baller. I am. This is the greatest. Fuck she is, me. Of course, you didn't fuck me. <laughs> Just no uncertain terms. This it, it sucks. She says that's not like up to interpretation. There's no subtlety. There's no like flowery language kind of dancing around the fact that it wasn't great she's like it fucking blows you guys are terrible at this at making these movies oh lucas then added you can quote me jj abrams kathy kennedy talk to me fucking in your face <laughs> that's awesome man jesus that was actually brutal to be fair because I heard it, but listening back, it's a very brutal takedown. Like, yeah. not just for Hollywood. Even the, oh, I like her, I like her husband. I'm like, oh, man, you can tell she's about to rip into her after that. Because that's just, like, set up. Oh, she's right. nice. She's full of beans. She's a nice girl. But uh, Yeah, it's the jab before the overhand right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, really refreshing to see. Also, she's... She's a woman, whammon, so I'm not sure if they're going to go internalize misogyny or, or, or what. Um, I, maybe they'll call her all right. Uh, yeah, I see. Just like everyone else. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. Just kind of. Done. I'm done. All right. Yeah. We'll call it. We'll call it. Yeah, because my, um, my, my fucking phone, or my, not my phone. On my iPad, iPad is just shitting in bed, and everything yeah. shitting in bed. And I, I sincerely thank everybody for this who watched the stream. This yeah. has been not a good episode, and I apologize about that. It's completely on me. And well, thanks for bearing with us. Shit, so. I mean, hail the chat. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, despite the fact that it's kind of wonky. Uh, Max Fifteen, Pop Culture Republic, Sentient Dildo, uh, the Islington Girl, uh, Hale, and she made sandwiches. She made sandwiches. Thank you, Islington Girl. Yay, uh, Michael Hickson. Thank you for the sandwiches. We got sandwiches. So thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. Red shirt. Sorry we pissed you off. Um, he did leave after that, so I, I hope that I didn't insult him oh, too man. deeply. Um, but you know. He, he, he can come back on the cocktail lounge this Friday and defend himself and attack me if he wants. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys for watching. Really appreciate all your patience. Yeah. Uh, this will future episodes will be better. So please join on Mass Channel next week. Hell. Yeah. We got to get some of those guests we were talking about too. Oh, we lost you again. Oh, okay. Redshirt's still here. Okay, got Redshirt's still to... here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, Richard is yeah. here. Thank goodness. Okay, good. I didn't want to insult okay. Richard. And I'm still here so. for now, but yeah. Yeah. We love Red Shirt. We love you all. You are all Hell. awesome. Thank you for putting yep. up the stream. If you like the video, please like the video. If you so obliged to share, subscribe, please do that. And please sub mm -hmm. to Matt if you want to see this episode next week, which I know all of you guys know. So all right. Um I'll hit the outro. Hopefully it'll play. And uh see you guys later.
Deuces. Peace.